a Town Square media station. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Ah, uh, this is Craig Moore. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Another great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, as always, if you have missed any of our episodes, you can catch them on demand at the My Country 95.5 mobile app. Go there, check it out, download them, listen to them, stream them. Uh, you can listen live every Sunday at 9 a.m. right here on My Country 95.5. Lots to talk about today. We continue our conversation with Wyoming Game and Fish about public access lands, who can use them, how you find out where they are, and uh, who maintains those lands. That's coming up in just a few minutes. We chat with Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. And if you didn't know, they are a full-on supplier of meat processing uh, equipment. So if you're looking to process your own meat this year, they've got you covered from seasonings to grinders to all the attachments and everything that you need. They've got all the clothes you need for maybe a late-season hunt or if you're heading up into the high country because it's starting to get really cold at a lot of times so they can get you covered. And the Mule Deer Foundation has teamed up with Wyoming's very own Wyoming Whiskey, the first legal distillery for whiskey in the state of Wyoming. It's in Kirby, Wyoming, and they've teamed up with the Rocky Mount or with the uh, Mule Deer uh, Foundation and Eastman's uh, to, to have this venture. It's very cool stuff. We'll chat with them coming up a little later on this morning. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. <laughs> My country, 95.5. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country, 95.5. Last week on the program, we talked a lot about access programs. There's a lot of land in Wyoming that is open to the public. But there were more questions, so I thought that we'd bring up the topic again this week in case you were going to go out and do some hunting or maybe fishing or even go hiking to make sure you're on the right land. Now, Matt, like we talked about last week, it's a little bit confusing because there are so many different parts to the equation, especially when it comes to maintaining these lands. Part of the the, the Game and Fish Commission's uh, access program is uh, the... Uh, the stuff that, that we manage through the Habitat and Access Program. We have, we have two types of lands. We have Wildlife Habitat Management Areas, or WHMAs, and we also have Public Access Areas, or PAAs. WHMAs are lands that, in, in most cases, long ago, the, the Game and Fish Commission identified some crucial wildlife habitats and then worked towards securing those uh, to protect those four prime uh, at least initially, it was almost always winter habitat 
for, for big game. However, we've uh, expanded into other areas. We have areas that are pr uh, primarily upland game bird areas. We have areas that are primarily waterfowl hunting areas. And, and so we have a variety of those. Those lands are typically either owned by the Wyoming Game and Fish Commission and or they could be comprised of uh, areas that we manage along with other managing agencies such as the BLM, the uh, Bureau of Land Management, the Bureau of Reclamation, and or the Office of State Lands and Investments, or, or what you would typically refer to as your school sections. Sometimes those lands are contained within those, and, and then uh, we have a cooperative agreement with those agencies to manage those, those lands. We also have what we call public access areas. In the past, we used to call them public fishing areas, or PFAs. However, many of those areas <laughs> have... We wanted to make it confusing and change the name just so, yeah. <laughs> many of those areas have other recreational opportunities uh, other than just fishing, although they, they do typically tend to be more aimed towards fishing. But in, in many areas, there are... Uh, limited hunting activities available. Uh, there might be areas where you can uh, uh, walk your dogs and, you know, or picnic or uh, other activities. There are ways to, to different, differentiate between the two. And, and even though it seems like it is confusing, once you look on the website, and, and I'm looking right now, wgfd.wild.gov, go to the public dash access area and all of the information that we've been talking about today. And when it comes to the acreage that is maintained by, uh, Wyoming Game and Fish, we're talking hundreds of thousands of acres that, uh, that is maintained, right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I don't have the exact figure in front of me right now, but I, I believe uh, the stuff that we have permanent management is, is over a half million acres. Wow! I mean, that that just is is mind blowing to to think that it is out there for the public to use. Again, it may seem like it's uh, confusing with all the letters that are thrown out there, but really, once you get in and actually research what you're looking at, it it kind of works itself out. It does. And, and you know, just as a reminder, Drew, um, Matt made the joke of you have brown signs with white lettering or white signs with brown lettering, but but it really is about... Um, wildlife and about people and and providing opportunities for both to be out and do good things and so you know as long as we can continue to conserve wildlife and serve people we're really happy to be able to have these these different options out there we talked about how some of these uh, lands are, are maintained and funded by the hunters themselves are there ways other than with the uh, the stamps and when they get the license that they can offer up assistance with donations yeah absolutely and one of the things that we always stress with hunters on our access yes properties so big game hunters you'll notice there are three parts to your license when you get it so all of our big game licenses have and it's typically in that upper right hand quadrant of the license says landowner coupon up there so if you wind up harvesting a big game animal on private land across the state whether or not it's enrolled in access yes or not that landowner coupon should go to the landowner, and, and we pay $16 for each landowner coupon 
to the landowner for them allowing hunting on their property. And all of our access yes properties do have boxes with signs that, you know, describe the landowner coupon and that you're supposed to deposit it in the box and that does go to the landowner. So that's one thing that they can do that's really easy is just make sure the landowner gets that coupon if they harvest an animal on their property. Very good. Wow, there's so much information to to process here. Again, if you have questions for Game & Fish, you can go and see them on all of their outlets, or uh, if it's easier for you, just go to the My Country 95.5 mobile app, and we will get that question answered. We do appreciate it. John, Matt, and Janet, as always, thank you so much. Thanks, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. Wyoming. It's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. As always, Game and Fish very open and available to answer any questions you may have about any topics that we cover here. And last week we talked about access areas and there was some confusion. So, John, can you answer the question, what is the easiest way for hunters and anglers to get help finding the areas they want to go to when planning out their trips? Hunters do have, and anglers as well, do have tools at their disposal through the Wyoming Game and Fish website. And the one that I like to direct people to most is our hunt planner. So by using the hunt planner, you can select what species you're either hunting or, or fishing, select that species, and then it'll take you to the interactive map. And from there, it'll filter out any of those access areas that don't allow hunting of that animal. So you're only looking, for example, if you select antelope and you go to the interactive map, you'd only be looking at access areas that allow you to hunt antelope. And from there, you can click on each of those and it'll bring up any additional rules or regulations or dates that the access area is open. So that's a really useful tool to help kind of filter out everything else we've talked about if you're only interested in antelope, elk, or deer. Um, by doing that, it'll automatically take you to the areas that, you know, it's allowed to hunt those species. Which is, is very beneficial, especially if you're kind of lost in all of the, the letters that are being thrown around. This really will, will knock out a lot of the difficult parts for you. Absolutely. Yeah, it does a lot of the legwork for you. And at that point, whether it's an access yes area or a public access area or WHMA, it's going to show all of those that allow that activity. Very good. All you have to do, again, go to the website, wgfd.wild.gov. There's even a search bar. You can just put in their hunt planner, and, and that'll uh, take care of it for you. In theory, it will. <laughs> no, it does. I just went there. It, it does just fine. <laughs> well, we're glad to hear that. And if not, always remember we're just a phone call away. It's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Anytime I can get here to Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and uh, and talk outdoors with Brian Woodward, the uh, store manager, uh, I love getting here and I like to, to walk around and check out uh, what all you guys have in store. And, and every week I come out and I start picking out things. And uh, matter of fact, I was just going through the, the firearm department here and you guys have a very large number of firearms that are available to purchase today. Yeah, just about uh, just about every caliber you can can 
consider most manufacturers we cover, including a handful of uh, manufacturers right here in Wyoming. Now, we are getting to the kind of the end of a lot of the, the big game seasons, and you actually went out this week and scored a couple of a deer to add to the freezer. Now, you'll go home and you'll process that all up with stuff that you got right here at the store. Oh, yeah, we have a huge selection. Uh, you know, a few, few years back, I just realized the cost of processing with, uh, you know, harvesting at least one or, you know, multiple animals a season. Uh, the cost uh, pays for itself over, you know, one or two seasons when you purchase a good quality grinder and, uh, you know, the parts and pieces that are needed to do that processing. It just makes sense. And really, there's something about eating the meat that you, like, went out and you harvested the animal and then you cut it up and you processed it and i mean it's got your handwriting all over it well you're definitely responsible for how it uh, comes out we uh, just got done processing an elk and you know we uh, picked up some suet here at one of the local grocery stores and uh you know, we, 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 we mixed our ratio of, you know, of elk worth with the suet. So we kind of gave ourselves a, you know, 90, 10 probably mix and fried it up, you know, it looked good, smelled good, tasted good. And, uh, we kind of knew that was the, the process and, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're in control. So yeah, for sure. Now you guys carry the LEM products here and all the way, like you mentioned from grinders, uh, all the way to the seasoning. You guys do some Wyoming based seasonings here. Yeah. We, um, we carry, uh, uh, mountain, uh, oh geez, high mountain seasonings out of Riverton. Uh, and they've got a great selection of stuff. And, uh, on the LEM, you know, a lot of people question, you know, that, you know, it's kind of a big investment, but, uh, what we found is with that LEM product, I mean, it's just high quality. We see very, very few problems with any of their stuff, and they stand behind their products. So uh, it's definitely worth uh, the time and effort to spend a little bit extra and get good quality uh, equipment. And, and I do like the fact that you can come here, and you guys have a whole section of the store dedicated to that. So if you need a, a piece to add on, if you need a reducer or an expander, I mean, oh, yeah. you guys have that all here. Yeah, and it's really cool because, you know, once, you, once you've got your grinder, you know, if you decide one year you want to go ahead and start making patties or you want to start doing sausage sticks or you want to do your uh, brats that kind of stuff there's different attachments that you can just kind of kind of like a uh, Lincoln logs or, or Legos where you just keep adding on yeah. and you know this year you spend a little extra money and you buy a tenderizer or a slicer or uh, different attachments that can go on on those better quality ones for sure and as uh, a matter of fact you guys actually are having a, a pretty big event this weekend too that uh, people are available to come see oh yeah this is hush hush there Drew you, you let the cat out of the bag cat's uh, out cat's out <laughs> yeah on uh, Sunday we're doing our uh, annual friends and family night so if you're listening to this program today on Sunday, what would the that would be the twenty uh, fourth? Um, if you're listening to that program, then uh, yeah, certainly uh, swing by from six to eight on Sunday evening. Uh, we're gonna have a little bit of food catered by uh, Silver Fox, uh, followed by um, some pretty good sized discounts throughout the store. Yeah, so get out here and check it out. You don't have to come out here on Sundays. You can come out here on Monday through Sundays and uh, check out all the great items in store here. Uh, of course, we're getting into winter weather, so you guys have all the uh, cold weather gear in stock and uh, ready to be purchased. Oh, yeah, and we're uh, we're selling a ton of boots and gloves right now, and everybody's uh, planning for the next storm. So uh, best to be prepared and get uh, what you want when you want it. Yeah, get out here, check it out. CY Avenue and Casper, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. Brian, thanks. Thanks, Drew. 
hunting season. Into Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. My Country 95.5. If you haven't gone and done any research or joined up with the Mule Deer Foundation, you can do that at muledeer.org. And the regional director for Wyoming here in our area is Sean Blazak. And, Sean, you guys have teamed up with Wyoming Whiskey to have these special bottles at a lot of your banquets and uh, get-togethers here around Wyoming. And I knew that I had to talk to you guys because I'm a big fan of the whiskey. Yeah, and they've been doing pretty good. We've been selling them, I think, so far. The average price per bottle has been $380. People know it's for conservation, and there's only 60 bottles that will ever be, you know, given to the public. So That's uh, that's pretty cool. And you guys got to select the barrel and everything, right? Yep. We're doing at least a three-year series, possibly a fourth year, and then we'll see where it goes. Where did the uh, connection come from with uh, Wyoming Whiskey and the Mule Deer Foundation? So the connection actually came from the fact that um, Eastman's deals with them on some other stuff, and then they, I just talked with Ike, and we made a plan to make some money for conservation, and it was just sort of his idea that he would donate half a cask of whiskey to us to, you know, let us make some money for migration corridors here in Wyoming. Which the Mule Deer Foundation has been doing a lot of work with migration already. We've done some work in the Bighorns on migrations. We've done some work in the Uintas on migrations. We're going to be funding some work over in the Red Desert on migration. And then we have a permanent person in place in Saratoga that will help with that migration corridor as well. So we're sort of doing stuff all over the state. Well, it's awesome to see that all of these fundraisers and all the work you guys are doing is actually working. Yeah, and that's the whole goal with this whole whiskey venture. But we expect people to buy these bottles for more than necessarily just the whiskey itself is worth. More of a collector's item and knowing that you are supporting you know, on-the-ground conservation right here in Wyoming. And 90% of that will go directly to on-the-ground work in corridors. The other 10% goes to Mule Deer Foundation. Um, The entire thing was donated by Eastman's. They did purchase the cask from um, Wyoming Whiskey, and that's sort of where that came from. Which, in the Eastman's connection, I mean, that's outdoor as well, right? Yes. They're a hunting magazine and media companies, so they do two magazines. They do some um, video stuff on a couple different outdoor networks and just other publications for hunting. Um, But, yeah, they've been – they're born and raised in the state. They're – I guess it's a three-generation thing now with Eastman's. But, yeah, they're long-time hunting magazine and other, you know, media nowadays. This whiskey venture is only part of the fundraising you guys have coming up over the next three to four months with, of course, all the banquets are beginning to start rolling out. Yeah, we have quite a few things coming up, and there's more getting announced every day. So we always encourage everyone to go to muledeer.org slash Wyoming, and that'll get you to all the Wyoming stuff or you know, follow us on Facebook. We always post all our events on there as well, and that's just MDF Wyoming if you are able to come to our events we always appreciate it you know they are fundraising events so there's some extra change to help mule deer and if you can't come to events and want to donate or participate feel free to you know get a hold of us through facebook or email or any way possible and we can help you out on how to get good money on the ground 
in Wyoming and around the West. With all these banquets that are starting to come, you don't necessarily have to be a member already to go to one of these banquets, right? Yeah, most of our banquets and stuff, when you come, you will pay for a membership, so you will become a member. Um, some of our Gunapaloozas, you don't have to be a member. There's usually benefits to becoming a member, like getting discounts on hunting stuff, um, getting discounts on different outdoor equipment. We've done discounts on Eastman subscriptions, different things like that. You get discounts if you're a member. Plus, it helps us a lot when we are talking to the powers that be. The more people we represent, the more, you know, some of them who may or may not know about hunting and mule deer, they do know about numbers of people they represent. So that helps us with that as well. Um, and it just, you know, gives us more ability, the more members we have to raise funds. Um, get more donations so we can have cooler prizes, stuff like that. That's awesome. And you can follow along, and, and all the good work is being done in the name of conservation. And, uh, Sean, we look forward to uh, some big events coming out throughout the uh, the remainder of the year and keeping up with you guys to make sure that uh, we can be part of that and spread the word. Yeah, thank you very much, and we appreciate you having us on here. And we'll definitely come on in the future and provide updates on anything mule deer related in the state. Fantastic. Sean Blazak, the regional director of Mule Deer Foundation for the Casper region. We appreciate you chatting with us and we appreciate you for listening in this week. Of course, another episode coming up next week and you can always listen on demand at the My Country 95.5 mobile app. It's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5.